It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Season three! Oh boy, here it comes. Even though we've done this show like 250 times, I still have no idea what I'm talking about. We may not know what we're doing, but we're having fun. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. The only way the out is way up. Is up. This is how this to do life. How to do life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd! Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Friday! Friday! Happy Friday, Heather! Ooh, happy Friday to you! And um, it is the first Friday since I got back from vacation. Woo! Fresh off vacation, I went to Tennessee. Yes. Where I stayed in a super fancy house. Nice. With my family. And we hiked and we hung out and it was great. And I've got something to recommend. Now here's part of the show where Chrissy and Heather tell us what to do. Well, might I recommend... Might I recommend staying at the Blackstone Lodge in Sevierville, Tennessee. Google it, friends. We're going to put it on our Facebook because you are going to want to book this house for your family vacation. We had so much fun. It is um, the perfect COVID-friendly family vacation because you do not need to leave the house. It has a movie room. Ooh. A pool table, foosball, hot tub, bedrooms and bathrooms for everybody. Nobody needs to share. We had a great I hate time. sharing. I hate sharing. I don't want to share. And um, it's right in between Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg. So you're like Panama City Beach, but with mountains and Dolly Parton and pumpkin butter. Mm. Which, if you like tourist traps, that is the place to go. We didn't do any of that, although we did go on the mountain coaster, which was totally worth $27. <laughs> and Per person? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> um, but the reason why I recommend it is because we did some beautiful hiking. Mm-hmm. And I want to recommend hiking with children. Yes. On the Little Greenbrier Trail. Wonderful. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a story about this. Okay. And before I tell the story, I'm going to introduce our special guest. Oh, I was waiting. I was, getting, <laughs> oh, I was starting to have like heart palpitations. I was no. Like, oh, but she's here. She's I'm just sitting here and I haven't oh, even acknowledged her. Yes, you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> There's a method to my madness. Okay. I have a story. Uh-huh. And this story is going to be the perfect illustration of our into our conversation with our guest who is Miss Carly oh my gosh I just realized I know how to spell your last name but not say it Cinadere Cinadere you can just say Sunny yes Miss Sunny (laughs) I was going to say Cinadari Cinadere Carly Cinadere who is the owner of the Sharing Tree here in Tallahassee proudly yes Tallahassee Florida oh yeah I was supposed to tell you that Greg says hi Greg Tish says hi he he sent you he sent you some uh, some good vibes today yeah Mm -hmm. 
And Carly's here to talk about the sharing tree and some of the exciting things happening with the sharing tree. I'll tell you what, you said that Carly was coming and I was so happy because I was literally talking to Carly the day before we came to record mm-hmm. and talking about her new project a little bit. And I can't wait to hear about it from her and to help our community show her some love and share some love her way because, I mean, she deserves it and she needs it. Yeah, and uh, what what she brings to our community and to, and to the children of our community is just tremendous and the, and the grown-ups yeah yeah well, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely but i know you've got a real heart for the kids you know yeah. and that like you know she's just one of those grown-ups with a with a kid's soul you oh, know? For and, sure. that, and i love that so let's hear your stories okay. we can talk to carly <laughs> <laughs> so we we go for a hike now we had been it had been kind of snowing kind of raining so it was slushy we go for a hike on the little Greenbrier trail and we've been promised that at the end of this hike is a cabin that was owned by the Walker sisters. And it takes about two and a half miles through the slush to get to the cabin with a couple of wrong turns. Because, as you know, trail signs are never that helpful. Mm -hmm. But when you do get to the cabin, you get to hear the story of the Walker sisters. So when the Great Smoky Mountain National Park became a national park, people lived there. You know, like before it was a park, it was just like where people lived. And hundreds of families were asked to move out of their homes so that the the, the nation, the national park, could, could be, be created. Right. Yeah. And some were fine with it. They went willingly. Others fought against it. Some of them, including the six unmarried Walker sisters, fought against it and received a special lifetime lease a chance to live out the rest of their lives in the log cabin that they were raised in, even while a national park was being formed around them. And there's a long story that you can read about them online, and I'll put a, a link um, to that story in the show notes. Is it, was it like, it's called eminent domain, right? So they, mm-hmm. they come in and they say, we're going to take your land, but they said, we're going to let you keep it yeah. until until you die? Yeah, until you die. Until and then you when, die. once you die... And then we're going to tell stories about you and have people hike out here? Cool. And so in 1926, Congress approved authorization of the park. So North Carolina and Tennessee started raising money to buy the land. Um, But the Walkers held out until 1940. President Roosevelt officially dedicated Great Smoky Mountain National Park in 1940. And um, the sisters received $4,750 for their land, and they could live there as long as they lived. So we hiked to their house, which was made of logs. You know, it's, so we, we walk up, and it's a log home. And it was an, actually a pretty expansive log home for what you would expect. They had a spring house with a creek that ran under it, Aww. you know, for their dairy products. They had a smokehouse, um, and they had a stable um, and they had, there was a schoolhouse nearby, but we didn't hike to that because it was too wet. And they had insulated their home with old newspapers. And so, you know me, history lover, mm-hmm. was, I was going crazy. We call her historical Heather Carly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going crazy in there, reading, trying to put together scraps from the newspapers that were used, that were like glued onto the wall, and they had ripped a lot of them off. And I found one scrap that was really cool. It was a headline referencing. You got a Heather's headline well, on vacation? Well, you know, I kind of did get a Heather's headline on vacation. It was a headline that referenced the last pandemic. Mm. 
the mm. Spanish flu. Wow. Yes. It was a headline that said, um, fighting an invisible foe. And when I looked closer, it, there was a chart about um, inoculation rates for tuberculosis and like different, like I could tell by the dates that it was about the Spanish flu. And it was just such a cool experience to hike through the woods and discover this this house where these women lived and and lived a hard, hard life. And then on the way back, I started thinking about this quote mm-hmm. that I had seen. So we're going to jump into the grab bag and then I'm going to tell you about this quote. Why didn't you do the quote? The okay, qu- let's do the quote first. <clears throat> Here's something someone else said that we wish we said, but since they said it, we don't have to say it. And they said it better anyway. So... Here's Heather's quote. You must make the choice to take a chance if you want anything in life to change. Mm. You must make the choice to take the chance if you want anything in life to change. Mm-hmm. And I, as I was walking back from the Walker sister house, I started thinking about Carly. And... What I have seen Carly doing over the past few months, mm-hmm. and I knew that there was a link between the Walker sisters and their house and Carly because the Walker sisters had been told to leave, and they said no, and they took they made the choice to take a chance at a change, and that's what I want to talk about in the grab bag. Excellent. Yeah, I think there's a real story of, like, perseverance there, too. Absolutely. And that's what we're going to get into as well. Yep. Let's hit it. What did they come up with now? Ew! Not that Let's see what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. Finally, we get to talk to Carly. (laughs) Welcome, Carly. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. So happy that you're here. Your smiley face makes (laughs) makes a rainy day brighter. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Especially having somebody named Sunny. (laughs) That's me, (laughs) proudly. You always have to live up to that, too, which is why I love that name. Well, you do a good job of it. (laughs) You know, so for those of you who are listening to this and might not be from Tallahassee, Carly, a.k.a. Miss Sunny, is a bright, shining star in Tallahassee. She's the owner of an amazing place called The Sharing Tree, which is just constantly evolving. And then she also looks like a ray of sunshine. Like, you just cannot (laughs) be unhappy when you're in her presence. Right. Uh, She is an artist and and and, and an artist that creates from nothing. From nothing. I first met Carly a long time ago. When the sharing tree was at Railroad Square, Love it. and my older son was invited to a birthday party, and um, and I had no idea what the sharing tree was. What is this place? And then I've watched it over time evolve. Tell us the story of the sharing tree. Well, it's a twelve-year-old story. You know, I started this right out of college. Um, it starts even further back when I was a little girl. I went to an arts organization. And it really impacted me. And, you know, we never know what's planting seeds as we walk through life. But this did. This space was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And you walked in. It was like your grandmother's closet. There Mm -hmm. were buttons and paper towel tubes and scraps of fabric. And there was a table that the children could sit at and create. And then this stuff was for sale. 
And you thought, how in the world? And I would sit there and make these robots and different things. And um, it just impacted me. And I went on to art school, always knew I wanted to be an artist and a teacher. And as soon as I graduated from Florida State, I these things that we're compelled to do that continue to pop up, sometimes you can't ignore them. And this was one of them. So I took whatever little savings I had and got a space in the art district here. And it was 400 square feet. And that's pretty small. And we painted the walls and we put stuff on the shelves and we solicited donations. And we said, we're going to do this trash to treasure concept. People can come in, take classes, buy, you know, for pennies. And we're also going to give teachers a, a hands up, you know, like a heads up. And because teachers are on such a small budget these days, we're going to do that as well. So we started doing this thing out of this little tiny space. And all of a sudden, it was like the school board was interested and the county was interested and Goodwill was interested and Sustainable Tallahassee was interested. And it became this really big thing. I had no idea that this dream, this vision I had um, that other people would think it was cool because it really is turning trash to treasure. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. people are like, that's gross. And I'll tell you what. So um, <laughs> my my daughter has a very special connection with Carly. She loves Carly with all of her heart. And, no. you know, I, I texted you a couple weeks ago because I was about to throw away a honey jar. And my daughter was like, you know... I can paint that into a beautiful vase. <laughs> That's she's like, right. And she's like, I want to be a lot more like Miss Sunny. I want it like she like the trash to treasure concept uh, for an artist and yes. for you know a sustainable kind of soul, like somebody who really cares about that. It, I mean, it just hits. You are truly like that little table that you sat and made robots. You know, you are that for our kids right now, for my children, yeah, you know, for Heather's children. That legacy you know? really is mm-hmm. happening. You know, in places that you don't necessarily see because we have the same thing at our house you know Mm -hmm. we we can't throw anything away because you know we've my little one who is now one of your students is um you know he's learning how to create all kinds of things i wish i would have brought that honey jar for her I'm gonna I'm gonna find the honey jar vase and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it to you. Okay? And I love you. those stories. And this is why we do the crazy things that we do because there's a message in our hearts and in our souls that is like we have to do this. Yeah. And this concept of reuse, you know, we did this with our grandmas, right? Mm-hmm. But now children don't see it as much, so it really is important to bring it back. And you know, I said like, uh, well, thanks to Pinterest, like this reuse upcycle concept uh-huh. is really trending. Yeah, mm-hmm. it only benefited our cause, right. even though we've been doing it for eons. Yeah. You know, our now whole life. Cool. Now it's cool. Yeah, it's very thank cool. goodness, right? <laughs> so it was this really mutually beneficial partnership in the beginning with the school system, local government, and other private um, institutions, and everybody. When you, whenever you start a nonprofit, my mission was it has to be mutually beneficial. I don't ever want to be like give me and like taking all these handouts. Um, you know, I want to be filling the shoes and always asking, are we serving the community? Right. And that that question has rung true this entire time. Am I doing justice to the mission and our community during whatever times you have, whether it's COVID times? Good times, bad times, um, broke times, <laughs> you know, all these times that we go through. 
So mutual benefit in the beginning was a really cool story to tell. And yeah. the teachers were getting free school supplies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were educating children about this concept of reusable resources, mm-hmm. you know, and the potential that happens there in creativity is really beautiful, too. And then you ended up, the next thing I knew, you were in the mall. Yeah. You had a big space in the mall. Huge. And it was like a huge play space. And I thought, oh, gosh, this is, this happened. Yeah. And then you weren't in the mall anymore. Oh, that mall. <laughs> For those of y'all who don't live in Tallahassee, we have this mall that has an identity crisis and it, it, that nobody yeah. can decide what to do with it. So it's a good way to say it. <laughs> That's just a nice way to say it. That's a nice way to say it. And you ended up in the area of town that we call Midtown. Yes. And that space was a location for summer camps and yeah. after school and weekends. And then, like the Walker sisters, it was time to make a choice take a chance and you took a chance on something really cool so tell us about what's happening now i went and bought a school bus last weekend (laughs) i love that you did that oh my goodness i still pull up and i'll I'll leave now and i'll pull up and go that's a school bus in my yard (laughs) i'm painting it seafoam green and it's lovely it's got this two-tone we're gonna paint murals on it we're gonna bring art to places We're going to have it outdoors. We're going to go to the South Side and do art classes and pop-up preschools. And I'm really jazzed about it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be super tremendous. Um, When I used to live in Orlando, they had a traveling bus that did um, physical therapy. And they had all the physical, they had the whole thing gutted out. and, And then inside, you walked it and it was physical therapy and it was really really cool like and it would come to my place to the Florida Autism Center and it would go to other therapy centers and sites and it was a way to get what was needed in the community without people having to come to you absolutely. and it was absolutely tremendous and it was so much fun and it was you know you could do weekly at a school you could do birthday parties you could do all these things and just from the photos that you've posted online already the inside of your bus doesn't even look like a bus at all it looks like an art studio it looks tremendous and Thank super you. super cool already and my kid is hounding me already about uh, when she can come help paint it and uh, she an, another woman locally a few years ago did an art V yes um, we were part of that as yes, well yes I, I thought mm-hmm. you were I thought you were and uh, my daughter went and helped paint that and she's like I got to paint Miss Sunny's, you know, so you'll be seeing her soon for sure. You'll you'll definitely be seeing her. I love this because, you know, we know that COVID changed business and the way that we do business in so many ways. And the Sharing Tree was a place to go to, you know, Mm -hmm. to be with people and to create hands-on with the things that were there. And I love how, you know, there was this, this, time of confusion and turmoil of like okay we've got to we've got to adapt we've got to adapt what is this going to look like and now you you are creating this this art studio on wheels that you're going to be able to take to places and it's just such a perfect illustration of innovation mm-hmm. and entrepreneurship and taking the making the choice you know making the choice to take a chance so that you can have a change in how this is working out and so tell us about your timeline. What can we expect 
from this? Like, how can we help? What do you need? And when are you going to be on the road? Awesome. Well, thank you, Heather. Those compliments mean a lot to me because I do feel like the sharing tree, again, asking that question, are we serving the community? And realizing that the stuff wasn't as important as the experience. Mm -hmm. And especially when I had a child of my own and watching him play and creativity was so much more than going to the store and buying art supplies Mm -hmm. and to have a space. And then when we created that and we reveled in it and we thought, this is big, this is huge. We're on the brink of like a children's museum slash art studio. It's rad. And then COVID overnight took that away from us Uh and it broke my heart on so many levels not only because the community helped build this situation but that kids were really thriving in this space Mm -hmm. kids who had um you know behavior learning disorders things that other other therapies weren't hitting us art therapy play therapy boom Mm -hmm. and then again overnight washed away so Uh, I have a 30-day challenge on this bus, and I like goals. I'm a major, like, to-do list. We like goals, too. (laughs) Yeah. fit right in here. (laughs) Boom. And I thought, you know, I I think I can do this. And so we got it home, and I could barely sleep the night that I drove it into my yard. And the next morning, woke up super early, gutted it, took took out the seats. Um, It's 200 square feet. It's amazing. I'm going to keep the seats, of course, and reuse them Mm -hmm. because they're in great condition. Um, Laid hardwood floors, started sanding the outside. So we're on day eight right now. Um, Half of it's painted and the floors are in and I've ordered stuff to recover the seats. So we are well on our way to getting this on the road in 30 days. Wow. I'm super excited. We have to post some of the pictures of, yes. of the progress because, I mean, it is tremendous. Yeah. It, like, I mean, it was like two weeks ago. You were like, I think I might look at a bus. Yes. And then suddenly there's a bus. And then suddenly the bus has hardwood floors yeah. in it. You yeah. know, like, and, and it's it I wasn't really... even sure. Like, when I looked at the pictures, I thought, wait, is this her bus? Yeah. Like, that already Or was like this, this like an inspiration bus right. that she found on Pinterest? Right. Yeah. I thought yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's really her. She's out there. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I you search know? and I'm super transparent on, on, you know, Facebook and social media in general. I, I'm just a very transparent person because I think that quality is important for our kids to see and for people to see that this isn't always like glamorous and glorious to be this, um, you know, arts organization. People go, oh, you're so lucky. Like, I I got grit and I have to work for it. Every single day you have to be proactive Mm -hmm. and you sometimes have to search for ideas when you don't think they're there and it hurts. And there's, you know, and I told that story every day. On Facebook, I would have some sort of poetic How can people find you on, uh, on Facebook? We're at the Sharing Tree. The um, sharing and, and, you know, I'm curious as to whether or not I'll set up a different page for the bus and be like, well, where are we today? And kind of oh, like, yeah, come yeah. find us. And, yeah. you know, clues like that. You should but, try to get onto the, like, the little Tallahassee where you can find all the food trucks. I you should try love to get, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. It's called Tallahassee Eats, I think. But yeah, it'll tell you where the truck is every day. Yes. Well, let's see if you can get you on, get you on there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I should, <laughs> that you know, really mm-hmm. to go around with them would be super fun too. Go to Food Truck Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, because like people walk up to get a sandwich and their kids just being a pain in the Absolutely. butt. And right. Come over and people are always too. looking for a place to park their kids. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Bring it on. You know, that's my jam for sure. Um, so yeah, the, the bus be done in 30 days. And again, with this COVID thing, right? Like, well, what's safe? What can we do? It's not appealing for people. I was banging my head up against the wall, like looking for a new space. And I'm like, you know, this doesn't seem to be flowing right now. I've got to pivot. And that was really important, I think, for all businesses, Mm -hmm. um, 
during this time was if and if you didn't do it quick enough it was detrimental you missed your, yep missed your turn your window you know yep. which kind of was for us in our space but also like i'm not going to keep pouring money into a physical space when people can't come into it and feel good about it right right so i feel really good about this concept because we can pop up tents we can do much more than six feet we can be in a park um we can take it to people who can't mm-hmm. come to us. Now, yeah. this is something that we've never been able to do. Yeah. That has mm-hmm. always been like, how can I solve this problem? Getting it to our kids in low-income neighborhoods. That's my favorite mm-hmm. part. I am mm-hmm. super sad that kids don't all have the same access. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They really don't. It's a big, big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Having access to healthy food, having yes. access to, you know, the same quality of equipment in their schools, the quality of books in their schools, and the art instruction and music mm-hmm. instruction in their schools. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they Absolutely. might not be able to have a field trip to come to a place. You can go to them. Absolutely. I know. I'm, I'm really jazzed about that. And, you know, in our community in general, I think um, I've been trying to even place our locations like closer to that side of town, but it's everywhere. And it's also um, a, a location doesn't solve that problem, but the bus can. So, I, you know, and to paint it, it's going to be extravagant, right? It's going to be eccentric. It's going to be... Um, it's going to be Carly. It's super <laughs> colorful and sunny, but also... What I've always really wanted for children is that sense of wonder, that moment where they can walk into our space and go, wow, and they feel different. They feel Mm -hmm. good and they feel inspired and they're asking questions, you know, and I want the bus to do that. Like we think of the school bus like this. Well, guess what? We just totally like game changer reinvented something that's pretty standard in our society so you know we're reusing the school bus yeah right we're doing that too. it takes your sustainability aspect to a whole new yeah. level yeah. and i mean a little quick story that i want to tell about that and about what an impact this woman has you know a, what a lasting impact people remember you and people remember this idea of sustainability it's not like people come in and they do one little fun art project with you and then they're like well that was neat and they go home it really is impactful mm-hmm. and inspirational uh, my family we were down in tampa um uh, at the new year right after christmas and we went to the um the museum for like maritime you know so it was it was all like the aquarium and whatnot and they had all these beautiful art installations that were made of trash that was collected from the sea and it was like a full-size whale that was made out of trash and then it was um you know seaweed made out of trash and it was an entire like undersea scene and it was made to educate you know about how much trash goes into our oceans Mm -hmm. it was beautiful and my children stood and looked at it and they were like, Miss Sunny would love this. <laughs> like, they, like, I mean, it, it is truly like when they see things like that, they're like, oh, this like we know we care about this because we care about a person who made us care yeah. about this. You know, and I just think that that is so big and so bold that I'm pretty bad sometimes, Carly. I will, you know, be <laughs> like trash. This is, and, and my kids are like, that's not trash. <laughs> that's art you know and yeah. and that and and they're not wrong and they make some beautiful things and they you know they yeah. are really more mindful about how to take care of our world because of you and they get to do that with 
art and with something beautiful. You know, they're doing something good for the world. And Heather and I talk all the time on this show about when you do something good for the world that comes back you know, to you. Yeah. And they get to do something good for the world that's also very beautiful, yeah. you know, and that is pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you, you Chrissy. Know, that means a lot. What I really love about this story is the never give up element, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that it comes from having that internal vision of what you are meant to be doing in the world. And I know that there are people listening to our show right now who have a little flame in them, a little spark in them, and they may be wondering whether or not they can pull it off. And I wonder, what's your advice to them as somebody who like the Walker sisters, said, no, I'm not giving up on this. I'm digging in and I'm going to do it. What is your advice for somebody who's wondering whether or not it's worth it to follow their dream? I love that question. It is exactly why I am here today. I um, had to ask myself uh, about 10 years ago, you know, what my personal life mission was. I was kind of floundering I thought the sharing tree was it. And then coming against some struggles, I questioned myself, of course, like we do. And to stand firm and say, no, my personal mission is to encourage children in their own path to creativity, in whatever form that may be. And there's a quote and, and, and a book about it, but that we all have these treasures inside of us, right? These sparks of magic. And whatever that is, it's our job as adults to help kids uncover those and then when you do it's your job to see it all the way through so once you find that treasure whatever it may be in you if it's creative in the sense of painting or poetry share it with the world and if it's something different that's okay too I feel like there's so many avenues of creativity and these gifts that we share are meant to be shared once you find it, you have no other choice. And that's how I felt with the bus. I know that this is something that I have to do because if I change one life or 10, um, it's the one thing that I feel really confident about being okay at or good. I can say that, right? You are definitely yeah. good. You're better than okay yeah. at it. <laughs> you're it, very good at it. I think it's really clear that it's your calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, when, when you're working in your calling, it's clear. It is. You just feel very comfortable there and, and you're just in flow. Yeah. And I think that that is a, a really nice thing about you too, Carly, that you, you are 100% yourself and you are, you know, you know who you are and that's who you put out there. And uh, Heather, Carly actually helped my daughter paint a painting that's in my foyer. Um, it's a it's a group of little girls. Uh-huh. They're all in princess dresses and they all have the exact same hair and the exact same smile. And then there's one little girl popping out the side <laughs> who is wearing like a big blue coat and she's got her hair down and she's the smiley one. She's the, like the only happy one. And my daughter had originally captioned it, I don't wear dresses, which I thought was really, really cute. You uh-huh. know, But um, the quote that we put on it, which I think applies to our friend here today, is the reward for conformity is that everyone likes you except yourself uh-huh. by Rita Mae Brown. And I think that, you know, Carly, I hope that you continue to be rewarded for not conforming and for being adaptive and for finding a new way to do things, you know, because 
I, we want you to like yourself, you know, and we certainly like what you're doing. We're, we're pretty stinking impressed by you. Yeah, yeah. it's good for the world. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We're glad to know you. Thank you. Give us all the contact information of how we're going to be able to, to find you and follow you and follow this story and eventually, hopefully within 30 days, book the yep. bus. Boom. Yeah. Yes. yeah. We're going to be open for birthday parties and we're doing a pop-up preschool with Whole Child Leon, which I'm really excited about. Oh, that's cool. So it's the stuff exactly that, you know, we've wanted to do and to always kind of have in addition to our space. And maybe now we don't have a space and we have the bus, but, um, you know, we will again, but we're never, we're not going to get rid of the bus. That's the great right. thing about, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. adding to your program or mm-hmm. your, um, so thank you for everything that you have said, because I, I think it's important for people to know that, you know, sometimes it's not easy and, and people don't always tell that story. It's important for us to be honest about it though, that, you know, I went through three or four months where I didn't know what job I was going to have. I didn't know what my days were going to look like. I didn't get paid. Um, but and you have a child, too. And I know? have right. an yeah, amazing like, child, so, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean, not that if it's just us on our own, we're just a single oh, person that, you know, like it's still hard, you know, but when you are responsible for someone else's life, too, and you're yeah. not exactly sure you yes. know, where you're you know, next paycheck's going to come from. That's a, that's a pretty big deal. And that takes a very strong commitment to yourself and to your vision to say, you know what, I, I am just going to trust that this is going to work out, you know? Yes. So yeah. I hope that we can help people find her so that it does work out and we can get that bus booked up. So where's your calendar going to be? Where can we, where can we see what's up? And All where over can we our Facebook. So Sharing Tree on Facebook. Sharing and then we have our website, sharingtree.family. Um, so we'll tell the journey through that as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. We have, yeah, we're in day eight. So there's a lot to happen mm-hmm. with the bus conversion. I mean, have you seen some of these bus conversions? Yeah. Yeah. Tremendous. What in so the world? Cool. <laughs> I know there's going to be people who are going to want to come help paint and are yep. going to want to be part Good. of the creation of it mm-hmm. because you're creating art. Just by creating right. a place for art, that, yeah. which That's is pretty cool. Awesome you know? yeah. Yeah. Well, that leads us right into our homework. Don't forget your homework. Okay, so here's what you do, guys. You go on to Facebook, look for The Sharing Tree. You go to thesharingtree.family, read all about the story, see all the pictures. Whenever Carly posts something on her Facebook page, whatever she asks you to do, do it. <laughs> if she needs you to come and paint, come and paint. If she needs you to bring her all of your garbage, bring her all your garbage. <laughs> if she needs all your old campaign signs from your old elections, bring yes. all your campaign signs. <laughs> if she's asking for all sorts of crazy stuff, trust us, she's got a plan. When So 30 days, we're going to be able to book the bus. You got it. And we are going to follow you so that we can you know, see where you're going and hopefully show up. Great. At one of the places where you are. And leave us with one thought that, that what are you the most excited about for the next 30 days? I'm going to be all in that bus for the next 30 <laughs> days. I'm, I'm most excited about the, uh, I guess, painting. I, I'm most excited. You know what? Let me step back. I, I'm most excited about what this idea brings now to the organization. So when you have a new idea, then all of a sudden you get new phone calls and new relationships and new friends. Mm -hmm. And that I think is what I'm most excited about is the potential is boundless now, right? I think the Walker sisters are giving you a big fist pump and they're saying, go girl, Mm -hmm. you dig in, you make it work. you made the choice 
to take a chance so that you could have a change. And we salute you. Thank you. Carly, thank you for being here today. We really appreciate having you. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.